You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And we were just on the amazing podcast, The Real Housewives of the West Side. And uh, we covered Beverly Hills uh, in a lot of detail. Go check out that podcast. I've not only listened to the, the episode we were on, but she's got so many great episodes. She's met the Countess. And that story is pretty awesome. Um, but we, we talked about New York, but we want to spend a little bit more time diving into like the last 10 minutes, but we're going to spend most of this episode today just breaking down Southern charm. Cause it's been bananas for a lack of a better word. Bananas. And yeah, again, her podcast, if you want to hear us deep dive is real, the real house, the real housewife of the West side. Yeah. Oh, uh, wife, not wives. Yeah. Yeah. Just F not a V. Yes, um, F not a V. But New York. Oh my gosh. This was. I feel like an instant classic. I I just rewatched before we got on and re- to record. I just rewatched the last ten minutes because it has everything. What was your favorite part? I just the go to sleep. The fact that Bethany has now said that twice. It's just like I would never think as a grown woman I would tell another grown woman go to sleep like multiple times in my life. Um, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious that she's now had to play this role twice. But it was like almost like she was kind of like like laughing about it a little bit too like I mean she was taking it seriously but she was also almost like I felt like this time it wasn't like she was scared like she was with Kelly Ben Simone oh no not at all it was and also when she said it that's when Sonia like fell and passed out so she has like some magical powers when that happens she just snaps her fingers I mean can you come over to my house Bethany (laughs) go to sleep or do that with our children (laughs) that's what I meant like yell at my kids I thought you meant you (laughs) that too all of it just come to my house and yell at all of us to sleep (laughs) yeah I really loved, and I feel like this moment, there were so many good moments, but I think something that made me giggle so much, and it was so Ramona, how she didn't want Barb to go out. <laughs> I know. Well, they I was wrong. like, die. Yeah, and but like, I just loved how she was like, mm, like didn't all, invite like, her. It was like, I know everyone gets like this, but it was like every single like social filter you would have on your mouth, like to not just basically say everything you're thinking. I was like, all of them have that removed via alcohol because like Dorinda prior to it was like getting involved in like conversations. She's like, I would never, I, once my friend sleeps with a man, I would never, I would never. And was like calling <laughs> out like Lou and uh, Ramona. And then yeah, when Ramona did not want Barb to go out and like was so direct and brutal. Like if it, I were Barb, I'd almost be like, 
why am I on this trip? Yeah, no, exactly. I just honestly, Barb handled it like a champ. It was such a funny moment. And then Barb was like, no, thank you. When she got like the invite, that was a forced invite. Dorinda was cracking my shit up even before the table fight when she was telling that guy to make the drink. It was just a really, really good episode. They, well, first of all, they're just, I mean, they're the best franchise, I think, of all the housewives, um, in my opinion. But agreed. And then when they go on trips, they just take their trips to the next level. I, I, and I think we've talked about this with like all the other seasons, like the women do all the stuff behind their back. New York, they do it all to their face and then they move on five minutes later. That's what makes them so great is it's just like boom, 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 boom. And it's five different people fighting over five different things. Agreed. A hundred percent. They get over it, especially that moment. Like perfect example is Bethany calling Lou out to her face (laughs) and then they moved on. She's like, I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and and that that was like as simple as that. I loved it. I loved Um, it so much. I'm excited to watch this trip continue because there was rumors that Harry Dubin was there in Miami while they were there. Like he comes down there. Oh, is this the photo that was heard the around make the out, world? Well, <laughs> the makeout was photo? The, was it the makeout photo? I thought the makeout photo was like prior to them um, leaving for Miami. Um, I feel like I, I need know. to go. I need a timeline. I, we need a timeline. Someone give us a timeline. No. Or we'll look into it. We'll do a little digging and try to look into I'm it a little pretty more. pretty sure. I know Mario shows up in Miami, but I'm pretty sure Harry Dubin ends up down there too. Because what? This was around the holidays. Yes. Okay. It was. Well, yeah, because the Countess is getting ready for oh, Christmas with when the did, Countess. When did we post about it? I'm like, I'm like looking at other accounts, and I'm like, hello, we talked about this. We did talk about it, but then, oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look into that. We'll, we'll put a timeline on our story so everybody knows what happened. But um, basically, New York is just continues to be amazing. Uh, I, I think Southern Charm kind of has the makings to make this one of maybe one of their best seasons, although a lot of people disagree. What do you think? You know, I'm really enjoying a lot of the drama outside of the show. I will say in the first two episodes, there's a lot to talk about and a lot to unpack. And without Ashley or Travis there, I think they've done fine. Like, I don't think they need them. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's been great. I think what I like the most is that the fact that um, they wait for drama to unfold in real life. So like now Danny's posting all of her receipts and Gentry and Madison but on other seasons, well, not other seasons, sorry, other franchises, they post that stuff like immediately. So we would have, if this was Beverly Hills, our OC, we would have already seen all the receipts before even knowing the episode about what happened. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Before we dive in there, do you want to talk about some of the other, like our favorite key moments on the episode? Where we talk of, Southern, about? of Southern Charm? Or yeah, no, Southern Charm. Southern Charm. So. Okay, my favorite thing is how drunk the three guys were when they were doing their, um, like, you know, revealing to Austin. And they, they, Craig went live, and we've, I saved it, so I'm going to kind of show different clips of it, and I'll post it to our stories. But they basically had been drinking for 10 hours. Yeah, which I to, was dying about that. Yeah. And they were all laughing about it, like, it, which to me plays into the theory there's a lot of Bravo fans out there that feel like the Austin-Madison drama is staged. Which, to me, seeing them laugh about it kind of plays into that a little bit. I mean, they really laughed it off. But I think some of the things they were laughing at was just, like, their facial, re- like, responses because they were so drunk. And then Craig going, yeah, you should do it on a Tuesday. Definitely on a Tuesday. And Austin's <laughs> like, it is Tuesday. Like, just, 
I, I, I love that. I think what I loved even more was that then the three of them were drunk together watching the episode. Yeah. And they, Craig was live and like, they were openly talking about how they were drunk yet again. She yeah. was like, yeah, I know my mouth is purple. I'm drinking wine. So it was great. It I, was um, so great. And it also made me laugh that Craig said in his interview that Madison and Austin are, have the most unhealthy relationship, which I'm like, <laughs> coming from Craig, that's saying something. He even said that. He goes, if I'm saying it, that's something. I also, when Craig went live, he made a little, like, dig at Naomi's family's restaurant and said something about, well, you know, we were drunk and they made it, like, they showed a lot more of that. The girls were all drunk at their lunch. Uh, but they were more concerned about giving Nico free advertisement. Oh, well, I mean, they're all plugging something. I mean, yeah. he's selling his pillows, so don't well, hate him. But when hate. he said that, I started thinking about it. I'm wondering if that's why Cameron was, like, acting so, like, giddy around the tool. Oh, that, that was saying? hilarious. Yeah. That yeah. Was, she has been, like, I don't know. Cameron's, I don't know if it's because she's a mom. She thinks she can just, like, openly flirt. or has no filter with it, but it makes me laugh. I thought Chelsea's like, you don't get out enough because she was turning bright red because she thought he was so good looking. It was really funny. I, in my mind, did you see her when she met Steve Gold from a million dollars yes. in New York? That's what oh it made me gosh. think of. It was like the same moment. It was really she funny. Loves, she likes the dark exotic men, which is funny because she married a blonde haired blue eyed guy. Yeah. Yeah. The most basic guy. Uh, yeah. That was really funny. And Honest, so what's your take on Austin and Madison? Like, the confrontation, she kind of, she admitted to messaging him. Like, what's your, what's your take on all that? I can't quite figure it out because Austin acts completely different around her in a way that it seems very fake. Like, but I don't, he does the same thing over and over. So I was like, you look so cute. Like, when <laughs> I, I said it last time. Say that. <laughs> I hate that. Like, but he never talked like that with Chelsea he never talked like that with any of the other girls that we've seen him like kind of date or flirt with. And so I just don't get it. And then like, it was weird when he was talking to the guys, he was like, so I just keep doing what I'm doing. Like after he found out that she was messaging Gentry and they were like, no, you like end it, you know, like what's going on. And so it's just, I can't figure out if their relationship's fake, if this drama stage and that's why he doesn't care or if they're both just using each other to be relevant on the show. Yeah, I don't know. I can't decide. And then everything today that came out, I'm I can't even keep keep up with it to be honest. Like, I mean, you alluded to it um, just a second ago before we kind of dived in a little more deeper into the drama and why there was drama afterwards. But I can't honestly keep up. So after Madison then posted to your Instagram stories. Basically, it's a text between her and Danny. Wait, should we back up, though, and just say what happened? So, oh, yes. <laughs> so Danny like, oh. told Craig. Um, oh, yes. Told Craig not to say anything. and he Or not, not to, like, basically don't say that I'm the one who told you. Um, but she told him that Gentry, who was her, is her boyfriend, although now it's rumored that they've broken up since. Um, but at the time, he was her boyfriend. He gets a, a DM on Instagram from a friend of Madison's who was getting her hair done and said, you know, my friend thinks you're cute. I said, I knew you, you know, would you two want to, like, she wants to meet up with you. She's going to be on Southern charm. And, um, so he shows it to Danny. Danny tells Craig, Craig tells Chelsea, Chelsea tells all the girls and Chelsea's like, I don't know who he heard it from some girl. And Danny's like, it's me. Like I saw the, I saw the DM. I, I saw it all happen. Um, so then Craig tells Shep and he feels like then it's upon them to tell Austin. So basically, everybody knows. 
Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows. And this is when they get hammered and why it sh- that he should break up with her on a Tuesday. And Madison doesn't really deny it. Like, she's like, well, nothing bad happened. He hooked up with another friend of mine. I don't know why you're worried. And he's like, you're deflecting. I'm not, I don't care if he hooked up with someone else. Like, did you send him a DM basically saying he's hot and you want to get to know him? And she's like, yeah, I did. And she acted like it was no big deal. Yeah, she did. It was like very, very casual. So then today, post episode, Madison's really working hard to secure that she spot. She is thirsty. Thirsty. So she posted on her Instagram story. She says, here's the deal. And it's a text message between her and I think, I think it's Danny. I'm looking at it right now. So it starts and says, oh, I just saw the first ones you sent. Maybe he's tricking you into admitting something you didn't do. I don't know what the heck he's talking about seeing texts or DMs unless he's really referring to something entirely different. No, he's talking about Gentry. On the phone with me, he seemed more agitated with Craig than anything. Blah, 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 blah. This is the only thing he has. A text between me and Gentry after they called me on camera this afternoon. I explained it wasn't you who reached out. It was a mutual friend or something. That screenshot is literally his response, which proves you didn't send anything. So who is she texting? I'm fairly certain it's Danny because you look at her screen grab. She circled the D. Yeah, but you don't see the rest of the name. You don't see the rest of the name. She at mentions Craig. So she posted that. So I think, and then Danny, I think that's why Danny responded with the message. Like that you did, like, basically she made it sound like Danny just said that on the show to make Madison look bad. Yes. So Danny responds with the DM and is like, no, that wasn't, that wasn't our text exchange. And then post, she says, hey, Gentry, my hairdresser and I were scrolling through Instagram and she saw your face in an ad. That's so yeah. <laughs> sweet puke and said you were hot. And I said, I knew you. She wanted to meet you. Her name is Madison LaCroix and she owns her own business. And now it's on Southern charm. So one thing I notice is that it's cut off on Danny's post. It is, it says October. I'm pretty sure it's October 12th, 2018. Okay. Remember this yeah. because when Madison then claps back again and her, she posts another message. Wait. Am I saying, am I keeping up, right? I can't even keep up with this. Oh, wait. So Danny's thing, her, yeah, the DM is October 12th, 2018. So then when um, Gentry posts his message, so Gentry responds, I'm, I'm kind of fast forwarding. His message is December 20th. Interesting. So that was interesting. But anyhow, so... Madison is like basically not holding back. She's clapping back to every little response that she's getting. She calls out Danny and is like, where's your text messages with Gentry? She, I mean, she's showing people's responses saying I was there at the salon. Like she's not holding back. Like she's standing firm on her ground. And then Gentry pipes in and is like, I've never met her. And then now Madison has posted messages between her and Gentry and Austin's now chiming in on um, team Madison so I don't even know I, it's been a whirlwind yeah that's so weird it's so weird I don't really know what to think or what to believe I I, I don't know I'm just it's like all of them like it's like edited very odd because so Gentry posts the like the never have I ever met this person he says no and it's Madison's like message to him but like for with all of them you just see one little message like you don't I feel like it's all edited None of us are seeing the full conversation. 
Yeah, and then the message from Gentry is going back to that timeline, that October timeline. Yes. I don't know. It's so weird. So weird. I don't get it. I don't, I mean, a part of me, like, doesn't, I'm not, I don't know that I like Madison, not for any particular reason. It's just, I think, because you said she just seems super, super thirsty, and I'm just not really into it. Yeah. But she's also bringing the drama. It's been entertaining. I mean, yeah, it's been fun to to watch it unfold. Uh, did you also notice that um, Austin shared some of the stories in which Gentry was basically saying he did, like, nothing happened with him and Madison? Yeah, yeah. So it's like weird. Like I'm, I want to, I can't wait to see like how this divide breaks out because, you know, last week we saw Naomi and Cam go to Eliza's defense uh, via social media. So it's like, so there's some like, like it's almost like they break up into like three different groups because clearly like some people do not like Eliza, including Catherine. And it looks like Catherine and Danny might kind of have a little bit of a rift coming up on the girls trip. I think so but i think they're cool they are because they were together yeah they post and they've posted quite a bit together over the last couple of months but uh i'm just curious to see how that fight happens because it has felt like danny's been the one always in Catherine's corner as she's gone through definitely a lot like she's kind of like a little bit of a different situation but she's sort of like Catherine's kind of like luann and danny is bethany only they're not arguing post rehab oh (laughs) (laughs) but they've been like you know bethany came to luann's help when she really needed it and i think danny's done that for Catherine. oh most definitely and speaking of Catherine, there's still a lot of chatter about Catherine. first being her rolls royce that she supposedly allegedly has or that she has which i'm just wondering and this is where bravo i wish like they would acknowledge a little bit of this whether or not she could truly afford it or not, we know these people are making money on the side with endorsements and all that. It just makes me laugh. I'm not saying she can truly afford it, but you know what I mean? It's like as if she just is pooping out money out of nowhere. No, I mean, she's getting money for being on the show. I just wish they, they would acknowledge us of money for being on those shows. So do you remember Davey, Tara's friend? Yeah. So yeah. His, oh, we talked about this with Craig. Yeah. Or, or getting his vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember so now. So basically like, his sister was like interviewing. She almost was a real housewife of Atlanta. And anytime you're with anyone on the show, they're, they're paying for your drinks, your food, they pay for all your vacations. Um, and then they pay you like, I think you start out making $25,000 an episode. Wow. So yeah, she's probably raking. That's how she owns her Rolls Royce. I mean, yeah. Cam's driving a G wagon. I'm like, well, that's the thing. I'm like, Cam, like, I mean, and Cam's married to a, a, a very successful doctor, but she's also in real estate. So she's probably made some money herself, but I'm sure like, because they are so popular, I bet they're making upwards of like 50,000 an episode. And you oh, think about sure. how many episodes they're doing. Like, God, she does four episodes and there's her year rent of $8,600 or $6,600 a month. Exactly. It just makes me laugh when they talk about those things yeah. because we all know that whether or not she's financially responsible or not, that's none of our business, but they, it just makes it seem like this money's like coming out of nowhere. Yeah. So just that part makes me laugh. The other part too, I think it's more just like the practicality of it. Like you spend your money however you want. I don't know if like a Rolls Royce is the most like child friendly car. Is that, you know, and is that really the best way to be spending your money considering what's happening with your kid's father? Not that it should be all her responsibility, but like he might have a lot of his assets frozen. He's probably having a lot of money drained from lawyer fees. Um, So like me being like, you know, Miss Practical, I start thinking like, well, I probably need to start saving for my kid's college if I'm Catherine because like T-Rev probably won't be able to do it. 
No, for sure. I looked at it as like a quarter life crisis car. She still has her Jeep. Yeah. Like something she drives on the weekend. I don't know. Who yeah. knows? But, but you do the you, politician. Catherine. Yeah, you do you, Catherine. The politician. I did not know any of that. Did you? That was so when she said, new. I have a new boyfriend. I thought it was going to be the country singer. Uh, so did I. I was like, yeah, oh my God, he's already in this early. So when they showed a picture, I'm like, ooh, that's not the guy. Um, I, yeah, it's, I mean, I think we're going to see it. I, obviously, this is her rebounding, and I think she's going to what's comfortable, which is rich, wealthy men um, that are not too much older. I mean, 38, she's what, 25, 26? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not as gross as, like, T-Rab, who's in his 50s, but it's just odd that she kind of gravitates to this type. And I think it was Craig who was pointing out – or, no, it was Cameron who said, you know, oh, I have a crazy ex-wife. That's how – essentially how T-Rab describes Catherine to everybody. So, for her to not recognize it is kind of sad. Yeah. No, I agree. And it looks like it was short-lived. I mean, I would say she's upgraded with her current boyfriend. From what we see on social media, he seems darling. I like him. He says good voice. I don't even like country music, but I would maybe listen to one of his songs. So, and yeah. I think he's going to end up on the finale. Like, I think we'll eventually see him on the Ooh, show. Because I think I he like ends that. up being her date. So I just want her to be happy. Like, I really, I think, I didn't love her at times. But I think, like, looking back, and at the times I didn't like her, I wasn't a mom. So it's like, Cam, like, if I went through all that she went through and like was basically like a single mom to two kids when I'm 24 years old, like it's a lot to take in. So I like seeing the side of her that she's like happier and she's sober. And, um, I have to wonder if maybe that's some of the spending. She's like, I'm successful on my own now. I've never really had money like this where, yeah. like, where it's been mine. It's not like, you know, Trav, like Travis buying me stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. No, I Thomas, think that's a really Travis. good. Yeah, I was like Travis T. Rav. I was thinking T. Rav because I've always called him T. Rav for Thomas Ravenel. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm very. Uh, I'm like it's it's good seeing the side of Catherine, but I'm glad she has friends who are kind of like helping her rein it in, and she's not buying like fifteen Birkin bags like Kyle does. <laughs> Maybe that's her future. Maybe yeah. she's gonna be on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I would love it. Um, Craig cracked me up. Well, speaking of cars, I mean, I don't know what kind of car. Did you see what kind of car Craig bought? I feel like it was like a Porsche. Yes. And I mean, I don't think his pillows are taken off. So he's making a lot of side money as well. Exactly. So it made me laugh. Like most women over breakups, like we get our haircuts, dye our hair, maybe go shopping, drink. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, oh, I bought myself a breakup car. Totally casual. I'm like, okay, cool. He went to the Bahamas. I love him. Like, I just think he's like, I don't know. I really love Craig. I, we've talked about this. Like, he's just a lovable goof. Like, he's, he's kind of, he's unique in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. So what, I mean, what do you think is going to happen next? And I, I know they go on this girl's trip, but what do you think is going to happen more with the men? I don't know. I feel like we, honestly, I wish they didn't have, um, Eliza as a new girl, a cast yeah. member. And I wish I had a guy, like just something to break it up because I feel like the guys all get along and I feel like any drama with them will feel kind of staged yeah you know a couple years ago Austin was the new guy so maybe we and he's done pretty well yeah exactly so I don't know what's going to happen with the dudes I feel like there's going to be still more beef with Shep and Madison and Austin I think that's going to continue I think Craig is this is going to be like a good season for Craig I think this is going to be the season where everyone sees his sewing what's it called sewing down south or whatever yeah. his line is called I think it's going to show him in a good light like it has already I mean Matul actually 
Naomi's boyfriend might be the new guy, kind of, since he's been making a lot of appearances. So I, I kind of am curious to see what's going to happen there. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to watch it all. So people who are saying that it's already a snooze, I, I'm loving it. And I saw like, people, a lot of people thought Beverly Hills was bad this week, and I loved it too. So maybe, maybe everyone disagrees with me, but I've, I've loved this season so far, and I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Abby, we once had a wise friend tell us to fuck them. Who told us that? Neater. Oh, that's right. Just <laughs> fuck what people think. I'm like, why have I heard that? That was yeah. neater. Oh, Ox. I doubt he listens to this. But no. If you do. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. this brings us to our shout out this week. And which... it's really not Ox. We're giving no, it to somebody. it's not. Someone you all will know, will kind of know. We're going to give it to, we're going to give this shout out to Gentry, um, Danny's maybe boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. I'm not sure the relationship status, but I love that he piped in on this drama. I don't know if he's right or wrong, but I just kind of love that this realtor came out of nowhere and is like, hey, I'm getting all this attention and I'm going to participate. So may, who knows? He could be the new guy. He in the was future. really humorous with it, too, because he's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize everybody cares about South Carolina real estate. And then he was like even posted something like. If you're not here for, like, real estate news, let me tell you a little something. And then he went into the, the drama and played into it. But he was pretty funny leading up to it. So I, Oh, uh, he was great. And he's pretty hot. He is really hot. I mean, really good looking. And he has a dog. So <laughs> we <laughs> – Oh, my God. So then he just gets so much hotter. So much more attractive because he has a dog. <laughs> but Men that... everywhere are buying dogs now to uh... – <laughs> I mean, cars, Appeal. dogs. <laughs> Same thing. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Abby, just so you know, as a programming note, Abby's going to be on vacation next week. So we will have Jess from the Real Housewife of the West Side on. So I'm really excited to kind of dive in a little deeper with the drama on Beverly Hills in New York. So she'll be on next week. But if you haven't already, please, please, please give us a five-star rating and please leave us a review. We love reading your reviews. We'll share them to our Instagram. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram at real moms of Bravo, we will catch you next week. Is your daily grind getting you down? A thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful soothing jets and all your stress seems to melt away. Like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.